Welcome to the One Meal, One Workout Podcast, your new approach to food and fitness. Brought to you by Element OP Productions. ElementOP.com. And now, here are your hosts, Aaron Butler, Don Sullivan, and Mark Cockrell. Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode 39 of One Meal, One Workout. We're going to have a great show today. I'm very excited. Got a great guest. And uh, as with me, with all as. I planned that in my head to say it that way. With me, as almost always, is Mr. Mark Cockrell. Mark, how's it going today? Hello, Aaron. I am doing well. Thank you. How are you? I am fantastic, actually. And with me, as never before, is a special guest host. The first time we've had a guest host on the podcast. Don is in the northern parts of Nashville or something. And we have with us Miss Gretchen Agins back. Hey, Gretchen. Hello. I'm the first guest host. That's so awesome. I love that. You are. You're our first guest host. We've had lots of guests, but no guest hosts. Sweet. Or hostesses, in, as, is, as is the case this time. Not the, twink, not the Twinkies, though, right? Yeah. So, no, we've so, had plenty uh, of those in the past. <laughs> yeah, I've had a few of those. Um, actually, I've never been a big Twinkie fan. I'm more of a ho-ho guy. But uh, anyway, <laughs> or a uh, crunch bar, but that's, that's a whole other show. And if you eat enough of them, you become a ho-ho-ho guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll be here all week. So... Uh, Mark, what's going on with you these these days, other than cooking a bunch of briskets and stuff and making my mouth water? Yes, yes. Well, it's spring break, and I like to barbecue. So I had some friends over yesterday, and I made lots and lots of barbecue. But today I had a rather sad day, um, and I don't know why I felt like sharing it with the audience, but I, I thought I would. Um, I had to take my uh, longtime dog companion of 15 years to the vet today for the very last time. Oh. She, uh, oh, she was very old, her. very frail. Uh, literally got to the point where she couldn't stand up anymore, so I took her in this morning and had her euthanized, and that was difficult. That's a very hard thing to do. Yeah, it even is. as a as a tough adult man, there's just something about your dog. Yeah, and she's been with us for so long. She was our first kid. I mean, right. our oldest child is nine. She's yeah. fifteen, so yeah, it was yeah. it was rough. Yeah, and my dog, I had a, you know, I love my dogs that I have now, but they'll never be Daisy. I got a German Shepherd when I was eight and had her for thirteen years, so I had her from literally from my childhood to, to my adulthood and she's like a member of the family just like you're talking about so Gretchen what's going on with you other than uh all things fit and fabulous all things fit and fabulous gardening 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 and the great thing is um as you guys both know I'm a, a huge Weight Watchers fan and Weight Watchers offers me extra bonus points for gardening because it's not just weeding it's you know digging in the dirt and then you've got to squat and get down and scoop all the stuff out then you got to stand up and dig some more and you know so that has been up and down and up and down and up and down for the last couple of days now and so it's good so not really getting you to the have gym. 9 thousand points banked up <laughs> I almost have 9 thousand points banked up yeah I wish well we kind of like slipped a little bit and went to five guys because it's five guys and we love them but uh yes. yeah and uh, you know we enjoyed it it was wonderful but you know kind of got to get back on track so. yeah well at least you didn't do like i did like I, I think i posted on facebook you know i fell off the wagon rolled under the wagon was drugged by the <laughs> wagon for about a quarter mile the guy backed up with the wagon over me to see what it was <laughs> saw that it was just me and took off again and ran over me for a third time uh, we not only stopped and got fast food because we were running late um then after that i had to run uh, a, a red box movie back to the the kroger which is where the red box was and i said on the way i was like you know what i'm just gonna pull into burger king and get a malt because i'm crazy so I pulled into Burger King and got them all. Don't know why I was even thinking to do that. And then, and then I got to Kroger and there's a Chick-fil-A in the Kroger right next to the Red oh. Box. 
And there was a guy who just got some waffle fries. I never get to get waffle fries because I'm allergic to chicken, so I don't ever, ever eat at Chick-fil-A. I was like, man, those waffle fries look good, so I got to order a waffle fries. So not only oh, yeah. did I have a, a, a dinner at Wendy's, which I ate a small burger and a small fry, you know, and it, so it wasn't horrible. It was probably like 600 calories. But then I had a chocolate malt on top of that and I ordered a waffle fries, and I didn't <laughs> go run that evening because I was bloated to the point yeah. of no return. So, But you know what I did? I got up the next morning and made myself three eggs. I had an apple. And I just tried to adjust my glasses, and I'm not wearing them. And then I uh, went for a three-mile run last night. So, you know, you just get back up one meal at a time, one workout at a time, and move on. That's it. That's what you got to do. You know, at least like I think you had said to me once, you know, hopefully the goal is like when you do fall off the wagon, you, the fall is a lot shorter, you yeah, know, yeah. and you can, you can cut the, you can cut the cord, the you know. For three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, and on that note, uh, I didn't actually use it last night. I wish I had, but I, I totally forgot about it. I got a new app. This is I'm sharing an app tonight instead of in the news, and it's called Zombies Run! Exclamation point. It's for iPhone or app, um, iPhone or Apple, iPhone or Android, and it is a like an a zombie apocalypse simulator, and it tells a story as you listen to it, and it and basically <laughs> it's like the zombies are coming over the fence. You got to get to the compound. Run, and you run for X number of minutes, <laughs> and then you're okay. You're safe for now. Walk. You hear noises. Watch out. You run. And so it, it's like kind of an interval training type thing that prompts you to run and walk, run and walk. And you can set your zombie speed. Do you have, you know, Dawn of the Dead speed or do you have, you know, 28 days later speed, how fast the zombies are chasing you, tracks your distance and all that kind of stuff. So I'm really looking forward to trying it out tomorrow night. It actually is pretty cool. We've got a link to a life hacker, life hacker article about it. But if you just go to the market or go to the whatever that iPhone calls it, the app store, I guess, yes. um, you should be able to find it now. Unfortunately, Sorry, iPhone listeners. I think it's a pay app for iPhone, but in Android, it's free, as as are most things. So, anyway, um, without much more further ado, we're going to go ahead and call up Miss uh, Tess Sobomahin. I have no idea how to pronounce her last name. She's always just been testing me. Tess Running Nerds is what what I call her. the The voice you hear on the other end of the line is uh is Tess, and Tess, pronounce your last name for me one time. Sobomahin. Sobo Meehan. I was pretty close. I always just call you Test Running yeah. Nerds. That's close uh, me. <laughs> Test Running Nerds. So, uh, you know, I, I don't want to try for me to tell everybody what Running Nerds is. We have you with us. So instead of me babbling on and on and, and getting all, you know, wickety-whack with it, not even making sense, why don't you just tell us, first off, before we get into anything else, what is Running Nerds? Well, um, it's been kind of fun trying to summarize it as quickly as possible. Um, so the the best kind of description of running nerds that I've kind of heard from people is that we are a facilitator of the running community, and we do that by um, offering opportunities for people to run, make it fun, um, provide resources for them, provide services such as putting on clinics and you know, finding um, discounts for races, whatever it is that, that the runner desires in order to keep it fun and keep them in it for for the long haul. Um, and it really developed because, you know, I've been athletic and into fitness my entire life, but I can honestly say that I've never been consistent with any um, fitness regimen until I became a runner. And I think it was because of my um, ability to connect with other people, um, you know, have fun goals like races and, you know, meeting time goals or meeting um, finisher goals, whatever that may be, and also being educated about how to do it properly. So we we, cool. did, we developed Running Nerds as an opportunity for other people to follow in that same pattern. Now, I, I'm, I'm so excited to have you on and talk about this topic 
that I just I was totally remiss and did not even introduce you officially to my co-host tonight. Uh, we have behind the helm, manning the the computerware on the other end of the line, Mr. Mark Cockrell. I and, guess. All right. And Gretchen Agins is our guest host tonight. She's a close friend of mine and a uh, fellow fitness person. Has a group on Facebook called Fit and Fabulous that she just started up not not too long ago. That's doing great. And she was on the awesome. show a couple of weeks ago talking about uh, her her experience with Weight Watchers and her own journey to fitness. And so. Don, our regular other host, is out on for business, and so I asked Gretchen to pitch hit. So, Gretchen, say hi. Hello, Tess. I'm so excited to like hear what you have to say. I've not had a lot of success with running, and I'm I'm trying. I've I ran almost a whole mile yesterday, which I thought was a really big, huge deal. That's awesome. And yeah, it's it's a good start, but like, you know, I I have not had someone to really kind of like get me pumped up about it so I'm totally enthused like this is something new for me like so I'm not coming with any preconceived ideas just my own experience so I love to hear what you have to say I'm really excited oh great you're my my favorite type of person to talk to (laughs) I was actually kind of excited not that I wasn't excited that Don uh, Don if you listen to this I wasn't excited that you weren't going to be here (laughs) but I was excited that Gretchen could be with us because Don loves to run and so having Don awesome. on the show and having me on the show, because we both love to run, it'd be kind of superfluous. But having Gretchen on the show as somebody who's wanting to run, so you got the full gamut. You got me that likes to run, Gretchen who's wanting to like to run, and Mark who refuses to even consider <laughs> liking to run. No, oh, kidding. yeah. I love those types too. <laughs> so Mark, Mark uh, I think if Mark's got some knee issues, uh, and I think if he can get past that and get his knees healthy, he might enjoy it. But right now, um, you know, Gretchen and Mark had a little con- side conversation going, and, and Mark says he doesn't get bored running. He's too busy being miserable, and I understand that. You know, I've I've been I've had some pain issues uh, recently myself um, with uh-huh. some IT band stuff, but I'm I'm doing better. So anyway, so running nerds is uh is all about encouraging and educating and uh and helping people be successful with their running. And I know I know you know a little bit about my story test, but for me, it's very similar to what you said. This is the running is the first thing in my life that I've actually been able to be successful and get out there. And I feel like I know, I feel like I've got a handle on it when I'm running. You know what I mean? I feel like when I'm running, I'm able to quantify and qualify and it gives me goals. And for the the other day for, uh, for the first time in my life, I actually ran three straight miles beginning to end. I'd, I've run lots of five Ks, but I've always run a mile and then walked a hundred yards and then yeah. ran a mile and walked a hundred yards, but I actually ran three straight miles. It took me 32 minutes. Which uh oh wow that's pretty good which, which was yeah. good for an old fat guy um and so I was pretty pretty excited about it of course the, the, um still a long ways to go I'm trying to beat thirty mile thirty miles an hour trying to beat thirty miles an hour <laughs> I'm the, the world's fastest runner uh, I want to know that training program <laughs> yeah exactly no the the um the gobble dogs coming up on Thanksgiving in Marietta and that was the first five k I ran and I ran it in thirty nine minutes when I ran it the first time thirty nine mm-hmm. minutes and fifty seconds I was trying to beat forty minutes and I did it. So my goal is by this year is to be able to beat 30 minutes. Um, and it's been two years since I ran it. I was hurt last year. But anyway, so talk about, uh, you, you've got some great show uh, notes here um, in, the, in the show notes, some great discussion points. So the first thing you got is best practices to get started as a runner. Talk to us about that. Get Gretchen where she's just like throws the headphone off in the middle of the podcast and goes running out the door down the screen, oh, screen, <laughs> screen at the top of her lungs. So talk about those best cool. practices for us. Well, first thing, I, I always like to acknowledge to people that when I was growing up, running was the, the thing we hated, we dreaded. I was a basketball player, and 
I played um, softball. And I even did one year track one year and always hated running. It was something that was used as punishment in the sports that I played or, you know, it was something <laughs> that we just had to do to get in shape. It was like that necessary evil. And even as a basketball coach, I coached co- collegiate basketball for seven years. And I never made my team run more than a mile and a half because I was always like, well, there's no need for you to be out there. You know, endurance isn't necessarily needed. Um, it's more just that explosive um, speed and power. Um, and I think a lot of that was due to the fact that I knew that it wasn't something I enjoyed doing. So <laughs> I totally acknowledge and completely understand that mind frame of I would never run. I hate running. The only reason to run is, well, is because I'm being chased. I mean, I used to say it, and I hear it all <laughs> the time. <laughs> yes, we've all said it, right. Um, and even just, you know, there's other things I'll do. I'll run up. There's another great one you hear athletes say, I'll run all day if, I, if there's a ball in front of me, but there's right. no need to get out and run. I mean, I've heard it all. I've said it. So I acknowledge that. So I, I feel like the, the very first thing that you need in order to um, become a runner and, and then to be able to confidently say I'm a runner is a desire to actually want to do it. So that, that's first. So when you, when you have those people who are like, I hate running, I never want to do it, you know, I always, you know, give advice to folks. If you really want to help someone get with running, just don't give up on them. But you can't force anyone past that stage. Now, as soon as you get them saying, hey, you know, something I've always wanted to do, okay, now you can start those, those key steps to successfully helping them, uh, you know, develop running as a, a lifestyle. And so that first step, uh, I truly believe, is to get connected with the group. And I say that because, you know, I've tried running on my own several times over, over the course of life. You know, I mean, a lot of us do it at the beginning of the year. We say we're going to get out. We get on the treadmill. You know, Streets I mean, we've all done it. the first couple of weeks. Right exactly. And, and I even say group over a partner because you can get a uh, running partner and then as soon as your partner falls off, guess what? You're going to fall off too. Or you might be the one who falls off. So, um, so get connected with the group. So I'm a really big believer in running groups. And uh, one of the things that we want to do with Running Nerds is help people find running groups and help people start them if they can't find one that, that fits their schedule or their needs. Um, and then the next thing is to actually set a goal. So I say put a race on your schedule, whether it be, you know, a 5K, a, a, a charity walk, whatever it may be. Set a, set a goal by picking a race. Pay for the race, you know, actually register for it. <laughs> actually register, um, exactly. That's a big yeah, part of it. Yeah, got to register for it because you can talk about doing it all day. Um, and then make a plan. So, okay, now I've put this race on my calendar, and this is exactly what I did. I, um, a friend of mine, I have two different starts to my running journey, but I like to talk about one year ago when my friend said, hey, let's do this 10K. And I said, oh, gosh, you know, I've never even ran six miles, but okay, let's do it. So we, we paid for the race. So it was about a month away, and um, my next thing was to make a plan. So I made a plan that I was going to get out at least three days a week and just run for as long as I could without stopping. And the first time I went out, it was 12 minutes. That was the, the most I could handle. <laughs> then the That's second good. time I went out, it was 15 minutes. And I was like, okay. And I wasn't worried about distance. I was just trying to run continuously because I figured it would take me about an hour, hour and 10 minutes to do a 10K based on my current fitness level. So... um just kept going out and, you know, I would go out my three days a week and it got to the point where I was like, okay, you know, three days, I can handle this. I can even push it to four if I really needed to. But, um, no, it was really helpful for me to have that plan. And then the next thing is to make sure that you immediately get educated on the safety tips that are needed, the proper attire, shoes, 
clothing, making sure you know how to stretch properly before and after, knowing how to um, indicate whether or not something's an injury or just a, a pain that you're going to have because you never ran before, and address right. those things immediately. Because a lot of people get frustrated with running because they'll develop shin splints or they'll develop you know, stitches, um, cramps in the side, and that scares them, so they just stop. So understand right. what the difference is between, okay, my body is just trying to get used to this new activity um, versus, okay, this is something I really need to get. Like if someone tells me that they have knee issues, you, you don't mess with that. that that's serious stuff. Um, but if it's just because you're, you've been trying to wear Converse, you know, to, to run, <laughs> that's something that's, that's right. easily, easily cured. Um, one of my yes. many part-time jobs is working at a running store, and it's, it's amazing to me when people come in with the wrong shoes, and if you just give them the right shoes, it totally changes their, their perspective. Um, yeah, and this, Tessa, so got, oh, this is where that, that, the group helps too, because if you've got oh, a group of people who are successfully, successful runners that have already been running for a year or two or three or four, they've already made all these mistakes for you, and they can say, hey, you need to go to Big Peach, or you need to go to this store or that store in your area. You need to, you know, yes. do this or that, or don't, you know, if you're feeling this in your knee, you need to stop, or this is how your, your how your foot feels, you need to back off, that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, they can give you that, and that's what I did. I, one of my good friends, Molly Riley, uh, was one of the first people that encouraged me to run, and uh, and so I would just say, Molly, my this way, my this feels this way. What should I do? <laughs> She'd mm-hmm. say, do this stretch or or lay off for a day or whatever. So, yeah, use that group to be a resource to answer those kind of questions for you. You shouldn't have to. You don't have to Google everything in life. And the yeah, big right. thing, too, is with the groups that are out now, all of them have Facebook pages. All of them have chat rooms or whatever, forums, um, web pages. So you really have to try not to be connected in the running community now. Like, if you are any kind of Internet savvy or if you have things on your phone, like you said, you're going to have immediate resources. I mean, I'm a member of about four different groups on Facebook, all related to running, probably more than four. I'm probably like 10, actually. <laughs> and so, you know, I can go on there and ask a question and get 12 different responses and be able to, you know, decipher what's going to work best for me. So, um, you know, that's that's a huge point. Um, and then I, I just circle back to almost exactly what you just said. After you've got all those things, get connected and stay connected with those like-minded folks and you know the next thing you know you're a running nerd you're figuring out what your weekend is going to be like what race you're going to be doing you know and it just comes full circle and it's it's funny because i did the exact thing you're talking about my other good friend becky uh simpson her and molly were the first two people to really encourage me to run and becky said hey aaron you need to sign up for the gobble jog that first race i was telling you about this was probably in august you know, so what is mm-hmm. it, August, September, October, November, three months before, four months before, I had never run a half a mile, much less three miles. And so I signed up for it, paid my money for it, put a little widget on my desktop that counted down number of days to the gobble jog and uh, just planned ahead and went for it. Yeah, that's that's the way that's the way you do it. And, um, you know, a lot of people are really surprised at the fact that I've only been running for a year. And... I think it's crazy because my, my running uh, resume, if you will, is crazy just because, like, we get so caught up in our running group. Like, someone signs up for a race, and everybody wants to do the race, and we're like, oh, let's all do it. So, And and, I, and people joke with me how I accidentally jumped into a couple of races. Like, well, everybody else is doing it, so I want to do it too. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, just for the record, for those out there listening, um, 
obviously Tess has, has been very athletic her whole life. She she coached collegiate bath- basketball. Most uh, couch potatoes don't do that, but um, she's pretty fast, ladies and gentlemen. I've seen her best time. <laughs> if I remember right, her best five k time is like twenty one minutes and some change. So wow. uh, she's quick. I, I don't think I could catch her in a foot race. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, but, so, well, I mean, uh, thirty miles an hour—that's pretty fast. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. If I can get up to my thirty miles an hour, you may be in trouble then, Tess. He's got I, big goals. I do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I've, I've gone thirty miles an hour that. before, but it was downhill and out of control. Yeah. <laughs> Were you still vertical? No, I was no. mostly headlong, okay. uh, and it was only for about ten seconds, and then there was a lot of bouncing and sliding at the end of it. <laughs> so. Uh, one of the things when we first started talking about having you on the show, Tess, is you were talking about, and I'm, I've, I've tentatively named the title of this episode, uh, Running Doesn't Suck As Bad As You Think right. It Does, you know. <laughs> and so uh, tell us, what's, the, what's some of the top reasons why running doesn't suck as bad as you think it is? We, we, don't, you know, we don't have the, the cards like on David Letterman, but still kind of run down that list for us. Well, um, I, I kind of um, derived this list from a posting that I saw um, and I can't even remember the name of the blog. It was a woman who did a blog, and it had this picture of this old '70s picture of um, Farrah Fawcett and some guy who was popular back in the '70s in like running <laughs> gear. So that was like the the like picture title of the uh, post. And she had some really cool stuff on there. So the ones that I thought were really cool, um, the first one uh, was you know you're looking for a social activity. What better place? to meet good-looking people who are in great shape and at a race. So, I mean, you're going to get out there, uh, you know, early on a Saturday or Sunday morning, and, you know, for the most part, everybody's in, in pretty good shape. You know, all have, you know, happy health goals, you know, usually pretty happy people, especially if they're up that early in the morning to run. So it's a great meat market for meeting people. <laughs> um, That's M-E-E-T market, right, not M-E-A-T market. Exactly, <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. Um, Another really cool one um, was the whole concept of dieting. You know, you can choose to go on some of these crazy diets where you eat one carrot stick a day, or you can go out for a one-mile run and, you know, have a a pretty decent meal and have about the same level of guilt afterwards. So I thought that was a really (laughs) cool one. Um, One of my favorite ones, and I had to laugh, because, you know, as a basketball player, I was used to wearing, like, baggy shorts. I always got my T-shirts in a medium, which is, like, a, a size bigger for me. And spandex just makes a lot of sense when you're a runner. I don't care what size you are. If you're a runner, <laughs> you can walk around confidently in spandex. Now, that takes guys a, a little bit longer to come around. When you see the guys in the, the spandex tights, that's a serious runner right there. But, you know, women, we look good in our spandex. I don't care if you're small, medium, large. Spandex makes sense when you're a runner. Well, you, um, you couldn't see it on the, you couldn't <laughs> see it on the video stream, but I held up my, uh, my tri-suit for Mark and Gretchen to see. I've got a, uh-huh. a tri suit that I wore for a couple of races. You know, zips up the front, it's shorts, and then you just throw a t shirt over it, and then you don't have to worry about your shorts falling off. Because, you know, <laughs> yeah, if okay. you're a fat guy or a former fat guy, you got stuff around the middle that makes your shorts want to migrate south for the winter. And so, uh, <laughs> if your shorts are showing, sewn into the top part of your outfit, they can't come off. And so, nice. I'm, if I'm going to run more than three miles, I'll throw on the tri suit and, and, uh, and stay all in one piece. And you, and you feel good in it, too, right? I do. I, I, I kind of yeah, swagger when I'm wearing it. You know, you earned it. Yep, yep, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been going to the gym for years, and it's like when Aaron did his first run. Was that a, a was that a year ago? It was last so you're spring? Talking about the one that I, the first one I hosted. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was and April of last year. So it's coming up on a year ago. 
Right on. So I went to that and that was that was my first attempt at anything. And that was the biggest mistake I made was I just wore whatever I wore to the gym. Well, you know, girl, don't be moving like that out there at the gym. You know, it's like and I remember kept thinking like, no, 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 no. My pants kept falling down. I'm like, really? Really? And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to walk. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that well, you it. know, a, a, a lot of women, you, you know, we, women, we have to, and, and our favorite term to use is got to be concerned about the girls. Got to always take care of the girls when you're out <laughs> oh, there yeah. running. So, <laughs> yeah. Mark and I are just going to step um, aside for a moment. We all have this discussion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you guys have your, your quirks that you have to work through as well. Yes, so. we do. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> we want everything um, moving. Yes. Front to back, nothing oh. vertical. You can help it. <laughs> all about the physics. If it's going up and down, it's not helping with the motion forward. So you want right. to keep everything, you know, going in the right direction. <laughs> um, you have any, yeah, you have any mean, more on the, the list? list the, the list could definitely go on. Another one of my favorites, um, you know, I tell people all the time, I do run. One of my number one reasons I run is because I love to eat. And I also enjoy an adult beverage every once in a while. I don't know if this is a kid-friendly show, but, you know, 21 to drink, of course. And, you know, when you when you run, you know, you build up kind of your adrenaline a little bit. So you can save a lot of money at the bar if you go for a run first. And you only need one drink to get a little tipsy <laughs> instead of two or three. So to me, that's good economic planning. <laughs> okay, so did you just say cheap drunk is a benefit of running? <laughs> yes. <laughs> How do so you want words. to phrase so we got, it? We got meat market, cheap drunk, <laughs> keeping the girls in control. Again, again, we're trying to cater to the, the pro folks who aren't enthusiastic about running. So you got to you got to right. go to their level first. So put the, yeah, put right, the spin on the right test, spin away. Yes. <laughs> go ahead, Gretchen. I mean, we we could always do the fun health benefits, and it, you know, lowers your blood pressure. But people don't want to hear that stuff. <laughs> I have a two-part question for you, Tess. Um, uh, the first part is, is, is there, can you give me a benefit about, you know, why running doesn't suck as bad as we think? Like, I'm totally down with, like, going to the gym. Like, I love a good kickboxing class. I like to do weightlifting. I, I like that kind of an activity. And the thing that I have trouble with is, like, the, like the boredom of running. You know what I mean? I kind of get that. It's the rhythm. I don't know what it is. There's something about it. Like I can't seem to break out of that part of it. So mm -hmm. is there, is there something in particular? Pardon? Yeah. Is there something in boredom? <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. Is there something <laughs> in particular about running that makes running a greater benefit in, in your opinion over a different physical activity and Absolutely. what can yeah. someone who's learning you know to do to get past the boredom all right three things for that one i cannot stand since i became a runner being confined to a room so mm -hmm. running in a city like atlanta or if you live in a very scenic area being outdoors and being able to kind of run routes out they go past different areas of the city. I love running in the city. I also enjoy running in parks and things like that as well, but city running is my favorite. You're not going to get bored trying to dodge um, cars while you're driving in Atlanta. So, right. <laughs> I mean, while you're oh, running good. in Atlanta, I should say. And, yeah, and also do dodging other runners, too. That can be a problem sometimes if you're running on Peachtree. Um, the second thing is, if you listen to music while you run, it's like having your own concert. Like, I love my long runs because I'm going to put my mm -hmm. playlist together. I'm going to have some Beyonce. I got some Rihanna going. I got some Little Wayne. I might even throw a little gospel in there if it's on Sunday just so, you know, got to give, give God his honor as well. And um, 
I mean, it's literally like a concert. You know, I'm I'm just got one act after another coming up. I am very well known for if I get stopped at a light for dancing on the corner. So if you see me <laughs> out running and I'm stopped at a light, I will probably be dancing with no shame whatsoever. And then um, the third thing is going back to that whole group concept. I mean, when at the peak of the, the running season, which is about mm-hmm. to start again, it's like meeting up with my best friends, you know, two or three times a week. And, I mean, there's right. nothing like that. There's been some days when I just, if I wasn't personally feeling like running, I didn't want to miss the group run because I didn't want to miss the conversations that were going to happen uh, before the run. You know, somebody might have a breakthrough that day and run, you know, a distance that they had never ran before. I didn't want to miss that because sure. we're all going to go back um, later that night on our different social medias and talk about it. So I wanted to be there to actually witness it. So I think those are our and, – and I totally feel you, I've always been a gym rat. You know, I've played an indoor sport for most of my life. So mm-hmm. being able to get outdoors – and, and enjoy the, the outdoors and be able to kind of um, enjoy kind of a little bit of peace. But at the same time, that social aspect is, is crucial. Well, I'm going to throw one in there too, Tess, if I might. For me, mm-hmm. uh, Gretchen, I'm, I know I'm at 43 years old, I'm willing to admit I'm lazy by nature. And so the lowest buy-in possible for me um, mm-hmm. means I'm most likely to do it. And the right. thing I can do with running that I can't really do with any, even with, I've got weights out on my deck, but I'm I'm not a not a huge um, uh, just go out and work out by myself type guy. But uh, mm-hmm. the thing that I can do with running is I can literally walk out my door and do it. Right, right. You know where I live, and the same way I know where you live too is the same way. And so for me, yeah, that's the, that's the, that's the reason it became my exercise of choice is because it was so accessible. Um, yeah, I can literally just put my shoes on, walk out the front door, and start exercising. I don't have to drive to the gym. I don't have to. Get my weights out. I don't have to. I don't have to get any equipment prepped other than putting my shoes on, and that's it. Sure. You know? Of course, now I after you've been running for a while, then I, I put my road ID on, and I put my headband on, and I put my headlamp on, and I put my <laughs> my, uh, my phone on with my headphones, and I get my running shorts on. I tie them up real tight so they don't fall off, like we talked about before. And I get my running socks on. I get my running shoes on. But yeah. it's still very accessible. <laughs> yeah, I think the challenge that I have is that. Um, Tess, I have five kids, and so they're not. I I can't just like run out my front door. There's it would sometimes you real, want to, <laughs> yeah. But I that's like that slot is really hard for me. You know what I mean? And one mm-hmm. of the things that I love about going to the gym is I'll see you kids in two hours. Mommy loves you. Bye bye. You know what I mean? So I'm I am kind of actually chained to that building because I can drop the kids off, and so I I can't do the treadmill. I I I'll rather kill myself i mean i that's just so torturous so i do like to actually be in motion but i do find myself like on the indoor track more often than anything else and so that i think is a, the part that i'm sort of having a challenge overcoming right what are it, your thoughts it may, be well, that, that it may take a few years before you can get to the to where you logistically can do it easier sure you know, yeah. maybe, maybe yeah. that's something you have to plan right now you know really plan to do well, gotcha. that is definitely a significant challenge, you know, having a, a large family. I, I mean, I'm sure I, I, many people you can talk to can give you an example. We have uh, one lady in our running group who has nine kids. Oh. I still can't believe it. She is, <laughs> she is freaking amazing. But um, she definitely has a very supportive, um, you know, family network. I think a couple of her kids are teenagers, so she can kind of get them to babysit sometimes. Sure. And I mean, I think for her, um, what I've heard her say many times is that her her two or three hours of escape, just like you said, but you know, instead of you know using it to go to a gym, she chooses to 
you know, do her outdoor running. Um, but what I will will emphasize, and this is another thing that Running Nerds is very big with, is we do um, highly encourage, recommend, almost, you know, preach, you know, cross-training and still keeping your gym membership, making sure you're doing those things. That goes back to that whole safety thing, you know, because running does take a toll on your body and you got to continue to build your muscle strength in order to be successful at it. So I wouldn't so- say, you know give up those other activities, but if you truly mm-hmm. do desire to be a runner, you know, figure out a way to kind of add it and mix up your, your regimen. So instead of doing, you know, that, that run on the, on the treadmill, maybe if there is a good route that you can do outside of your um, your gym, you know, mm-hmm. do your class and then take a little one-mile walk or run around the, the neighborhood. Sure. Are there any exercises that, um, you know, our gym rats can plug into that are going to be really helpful as far as getting body in condition for going out for a run, something that's not just sure. running, but you know what I mean, balance that out. Um, core strength training is probably number one. And then mm-hmm. I would say legs would be number two. And then, you know, total body, number three. So if I have a week where I can only get in two workouts, it's going to be probably legs and core strength. Mm-hmm. So, you know, anything that's working your core, and not, that's not just abs, that's, you know, abdominals, obliques, back, lower back, hips as well, Mm -hmm. Um, your quads, knees, you know, legs are so important to just be completely strong. And I'm not to say that the upper body isn't important as well, but like I said, if I had one one or two days only to work out, those would be the muscle groups I would focus on. And you can work those muscle groups without weight very easily. Sure. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, um, you guys are obviously you're very active in social media, and you've got a uh, you've got a, a uh, Facebook page for Running Nerds, and you also have a website for Running Nerds. So I just want to go ahead and plug those real quick, and we'll put the the links right. in the show notes. But the website is Running Nerd Nation, correct? That's right. Running Nerd Nation, and uh, there's no S on nerds in that. It's Running Nerd Nation singular dot com. Running Nerd Nation, yes. And uh, on there, you can, if you'd like, you can. Um, Find out all kinds of great information about their events that they're hosting. Uh, they're hosting their first 5K coming up April 14th. So if you're in the Atlanta area and you want to run a really cool 5K, I'm already signed up for it. My wife's already signed up for it. We're excited. It's in kind of West uh, West Atlanta, West Midtown, I guess you'd say. Is, mm-hmm. that, is that what you'd say? Yes. And, yes. Uh, so it's great. But the other thing you can do on there, uh, other than just finding great resources, is if you wanted to support Running Nerds, you could buy a really cool Running Nerds t-shirt like the one I'm wearing right now. Yeah, nice. To, to our streaming audience and to Mark and, and Gretchen. And uh, that's another great way to support them. And um, check out all the information that's on there. If you go to Facebook, it's just facebook.com forward slash running nerds, correct? That's right. Yeah, that's easy to find. And you can find Tess. Now, on if you're looking for Tess to post on Facebook, you're not going to see Tess. Test. Test. You're going to see. <laughs> what you are you going to see? Try it. I, I have to have it in front of me. Give me a second. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to get it right. One second. It's just Sobo, like a Sobo, Sobo Mohin is the uh, Sobo Mohin is the last name, right? Close. Yes. And the first name is I'm pulling it up, so I'm, I don't totally. Break it in half. Break it in Tem- half. Temilola. Timilola. Timilola. Timilola Sobo yes. Mohin. Yes, or, that is or, my my given birth name. I have a hard time completely letting go of it. But if, <laughs> if you actually if you search test Sobo, I think I come up still because I put that as my little alias. But yeah, you do yep, have that Timmy as Lola, alias, so. Sobo Mian, that is my name. And you know 
have to so jump in there and, and Nigerian. And oh, it's Nigerian. I, I was going to ask you what yeah. what uh, what uh, derivation that came from. And Tess, if you're if you're on the Facebook sometime on the, I just said the Facebook. I'm taking you way back to 1999. <laughs> you're on the Facebook uh, talking to Mark Zuckerberg. Um, uh -huh. Go look up Fit and Fabulous. That's the group Gretchen okay. started. And uh, awesome. feel free to jump in there and join the conversation. There's a, about a hundred people, oh, yeah. pretty active in there, talking and encouraging one another. It, it kind of started as a Weight Watch thing. Well, you can just go back and listen to the podcast. It's going to come out this Friday and uh, or Friday before last. Has it already come out? I'm I'm off a week. Did it come out last week, Mark? I, I honestly don't remember. I, I think mean, that it I did because I think I think y'all sent me something about it. it yeah, so we 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 record today. Like for example, Tess, your podcast we're recording right now. Everybody else that's mm -hmm. listening, just ignore this part of it. This is purely incidental. Um, it won't come out Friday. It'll come out a week from Friday. So it'll come out the 23rd. 10 days. Uh, okay. 10 days. Yeah. So we're, we have a 10 day lag time. And so, right. um, yeah. So that means Gretchen's would have come out Friday. And, uh, right. so it, there's all kinds of ways you can connect with Tess and running nerds. Um, you, you actually, as you said, this is a, a group that supports running in toto. So you, yes. you go and, and participate and support run, local running groups quite a bit as well, right? In fact, I, I thought you might have got the date wrong because you were eating sweet potato fries yeah. made to, to help a running group at like 6.15 before we recorded at 6.30. <laughs> I was like, that's what's hey, up. Your everything related to running. <laughs> we all had fries today. I got it. Yes. The french fries were very good. Uh, the sweet potato fries, thank you, were very yeah, good. They, they were, and, they were uh, sweet. So yep, okay. I yeah. sent them off, and um, they should be back actually probably in the next five minutes, all sweaty, and I'll give them all high fives, and um, that's just an example, you know, the West Midtown community um, where we're holding our 5K, um, I just know they didn't have a running group, so we started one, and cool. um, I've got a, a couple of really cool um, volunteer group run leaders, and I lead the Saturday runs, and then um, Julian, who's my assistant running nerd, um, he's leading the, the um, Wednesday night group. And then also, like you said, I, I love to get out and support other run clubs. I'm also the leader for the Beltline Run Club that happens once a month. And, you know, it's, I think it's on our page that if anyone wants to start a running group, then, um, you know, if it's within our, our range, we're able to help them start a running group. So it's a lot of fun. Awesome. Well, you know, and I encourage our listeners, because we got listeners all over the entire multiplex universe, uh, mm -hmm. the world and elsewhere, that, you know, if, if you... If you can't find a running club in your area, start one. Go to the running right. store, or local running store, and put a sign up with the little pieces of paper at the bottom where they tear off and get your phone number. You know, you've always do that and, and start a running club in your area. And I think that'd be awesome. And I'm going to put a link also in the show notes, Tess. Uh, it's only a few weeks away, but I'm sure you'd still love to have some more people sign up for the, uh, the 2012 Running Nerds 5K. It's on April 14th in West Midtown. And so I will put the link to active.com so people can go online and register for that as well. Awesome. I have one question and, before you let her go, Aaron. Oh, sure. When, when we had Steve Cam on, we had to uh, sort of voir die his nerd uh, cred. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> well, you, uh, see, I had this, I actually had this discussion with one, one of her guys there that was with her. They're not nerds that run, they're, they're nerds running about running. nerds. Uh, yeah, I see, exactly. See, I think that's a misuse of the word. I think that's false advertising. I really do. Unless you've <laughs> see, seen all of the Star Wars movies more than three times each, I'm not sure you can use that word. <laughs> well, well, actually, when we were kind of developing Running Nerds, we did a little research on the definition of the word nerd. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> now that's nerdy. <laughs> Bang, oh, you me, win. I have, I have plenty of nerd credibility, but 
<laughs> and it basically means that you are an expert or very borderline obsessive about a topic. So right. I think we... We qualify. Hey, hey, Tess, you had me at I looked up the definition of nerd. That's good enough right there, honestly. No, one of our, um, and you know, I don't like to call people who are running, fans of running nerds members because there's no membership fee. If you run and you enjoy it, you're running nerds. That's how I look at it. But one of our, our more, more faithful followers, I put a typo on Facebook. Um, I, I was trying to say group, and I wrote fruit, F-R-O-U-P. And I, you know, corrected myself as we normally do on Facebook because, you know, that's like where you're supposed to be completely proper, right? Right. So she goes on uh, a couple posts after mine and says, actually, I looked up the word "group" and it actually means a group on Facebook. So you actually were correct. I was like, oh, my <laughs> gosh, you are the queen of the running nerd. So nice. That's awesome. Yeah, we're, we're everywhere and we're strong. <laughs> well, you know what's great? Um, when you have somebody that's a running nerd and you send them a link to the show notes and you say, Hey, put your put your discussion points in there, and you leave the healthy recipe tip blank. Then they fill it in for you. <laughs> so <laughs> Tess filled in the healthy recipe tip for us this week, and so I'm gonna have since she knows about it. This is new to me. I'm gonna let her talk about it. And I've actually got a link I'm gonna put in the show notes to Amazon.com via Element Opie if you're interested in purchasing uh-huh. it um, to give a little kickback to Element Opie. Um, and I mean kickback in the least illegal, most op- proper sense of the word. So tell us about this Bragg Organic Sprinkled 24 Herbs and Spice Seasoning. No sodium and tasty is the tagline on this oh, yeah. test. Tell us about it, Well, uh, this past Sunday, we, we had a clinic um, for a group that I um, mentor called My First Half Marathon. And our main topic of discussion was nutrition. And our speaker shared with us the, um, the product that she uses to not only flavor her food, but to cut down on her sodium intake. And that was it. So that day I went to the farmer's market and picked up some, and I happened to be eating it right when I was typing those show notes up, and I, I uh-huh. couldn't help but just plug it right there. It was it was very awesome. tasty, and um, it's all organic and all herbs and spices, and you, you can even look at the ingredients, and it's pretty good stuff. So I highly recommend it if you are someone that likes flavor in your food but has to cut back on your sodium. Very good product. Awesome. Cool. <laughs> well, well, Tess, I, I really appreciate you being on. And, you know, um, people may not know this, but we are a proud sponsor of the 2012 Running Nerds 5K, uh, one mil on workout yeah. is. And so we're excited to be there participating in it. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm flip-flopping. I have to admit it. I'm, am I going to wear my one mil on workout shirt? Am I going to wear my running nerd shirt? Am I going to wear my one workout shirt? Am I running? I'm going to have to get Cheryl to split them down the seams and sew them together. So <laughs> she see running nerds well, coming I, and one mil on workout going. I encourage you. I encourage you to wear your one mil one workout shirt because just participating in the race, you're already declaring that you're a running nerd. So there you go. That's represent, all. That, that, represent your cause. Yeah. Say what? And you will be getting an, a, a new, new cool running nerd shirt as a participant in the race as well. So fantastic. Yeah. Well, I appreciate your time, Tess. And if there's anything one mil workout can do for you, uh, any way we can help promote running nerds and what you're doing, feel free to email me and uh, let me know. Well, thank you so much, and I really appreciate the opportunity to share with you and look forward to doing big things in 2012. All right. Good news. Well, that obviously was Timmy Lola Sobo, Sobo Mehin, or Tess, Tess Sobo, as I like to say. And so <laughs> she's, a, she's a great lady. I actually met her um, volunteering at a 5K race that took place at 1.50 in the morning. Ah. At, at, I was coordinating the volunteers for that, so I had her out at 1.45 in the morning on the side of the road uh, filling Ooh. water cups 
wow. in about 25 degree weather and she had a great attitude. It was so funny though because she she had a cap on and a hoodie pulled around her face so you could only see like this much of her, you know. And so <laughs> then I, I met her at the expo for a half marathon that I was helping with and she's like, Aaron, it's me, Tess. And I was like, I didn't even recognize you without your hat on <laughs> and your hoodie and your face being frozen and immobile because of the weather. So was uh, the name of this the Speed Bump 5K? No, it was the Anything if, is Possible 5K. I I think mean, if you're running at night in the dark, that's, uh, wow. Well, <laughs> real quick, quick plug for it. it um, the way we did it here in, in Atlanta, is, or Kennesaw is actually where it took place, it was around a, a mall parking lot. So it's the, the outer lap loop of a mall parking lot. So it's not on a main road. So it's safe. Of course, everybody had lights on. There are street lights everywhere. And we did it. Um, it's called the Anything is Possible 5K because we start at 1.50 in the morning, the night of the time change. Ooh. And so... You start at uh-huh. one fifty in the morning, and then the time changes at two o'clock, and you finish before you start. Nice. Yay. Unless you're really, really <laughs> slow, but you still then you get like a four minute time, even if you're really, really slow. <laughs> so yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. Uh, uh, you know, out there in the middle of the night and eating sushi at two in the morning it was a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, that was that's how I met Tess, and, uh, and then I saw her at the expo. We started talking and found out she was doing the running nerds thing, and I was just really excited about what she's doing. So I thought we'd have her on, and we did. Beautiful. Excellent. Well, Gretchen, I appreciate you being on tonight, and I'm sure you will probably be our regular Don stand-in. Um, Yay! And so uh, I think you had a great question there, and uh, and it's nice to have a woman on the show, you know, participating. Yeah, hosting, it's just I always, how I always have a list. Us. I mean, there's, I mean, I could come up with some question or try to like almost kind of try to poke a hole in it in a way, like you know, I want like <laughs> help me understand, you know, it's like right. real, like show me, show me what there is to know because. There's always something more to learn, always something more, you know, and it's just going to improve my overall outlook on everything. So on the whole fitness thing, and then I can share it with someone else. You know, I think it's a beautiful thing. She was fascinating. I loved it. I, I, I say, I've said before, I'm, I'm not a, I'm, I don't claim to be a expert on uh, food and fitness for anybody but myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know what works for me and all I can do is share my experiences and, yeah. uh, and hopefully it'll help somebody. And so, if you want to get a hold of Gretchen, probably the best way would be to go to face join Facebook if you haven't yet. Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening to a podcast and you're not on Facebook, <laughs> that's really crazy. I doubt that it's even physically possible for that to happen. But if you're the one person in the world that's not on Facebook and is listening to a podcast and know what knows what a podcast is, go join Facebook. It's free. You can sign up and go just type fit and fabulous in the search uh, window and you can find Gretchen posting frantically about all things fit and fabulous, encouraging people and helping people out. Yeah. Uh, and that's a great way to get a hold of Gretchen and the fit and fabulous gang. Of course, yeah, if you want to get a hold of me, you can just email double A R O N at one meal, one workout.com or Google anything, one meal and workout and you'll find me. But if you want to get a hold of Mark, the best place to get a hold of Mark and other podcasts supported, hosted and produced by elementop.com is at elementop.com. Well, that was easy. I thought it was great. We had several plugs there in a row. We had Nerd Fitness. We had One Meal, One Workout. Mm-hmm. We had uh, the Fit and Fabulous Group. We had Element Opie. We had Amazon. All crammed in. It was like commercialism run amok. Second spot there. It was awesome. I'm never selling out to the man as I eat this bag of Doritos. Wayne's World. That was great. So, yes, go to elementopie.com. That's the production company that puts on the One Meal, One Workout podcast. Aaron is One Meal, One Workout. His podcast is produced by the Element OP production company. Go find us there, elementopie.com. We have other shows about other things. They're not all about food and fitness. Several of them have a geek slant, but not all of them. And we encourage you to join the community there, jump in the forums. Uh, we do have a one meal, one workout forum, and that is sort of his, uh, community mm-hmm. there. We host it 
on our website there. So we encourage you to do that, elementop.com. I'll tell you what I've learned from elementop.com is, um, you know, sort of that great saying that, you know, your, your car goes where your eyes go, you know, that, you know, what you manifest is before you. And I think that having all of those podcasts to download, put in my MP3 player to be able to listen to them, even while I'm in the car or while I'm sort of getting ready to go to bed or whatever it is, it just helps keep me focused in general on the direction that I want my life to go in. You know what I mean? So, you know, listen to them again and again, you know, you'll always glean some new juicy piece of information, but it's a great, you know, free resource that'll help keep you focused. You know, Mark, keep you can make it, the check out to Gretchen Agins. Yes, yeah, nice. Right. <laughs> Care of Ray Agins. <laughs> right, exactly. I won't see any of it. That'll be no mama money. It'll be gone. <laughs> oh, I, we, I appreciate that, Gretchen. I, I appreciate, it's true. A, the plug for the podcast at Element Opie, but just the, the encouragement in general. You know, that's a great, great point. Well, um, that's like the thing. I mean, like I said before, I've got five kids. I mean, an hour at dinner time, man, is precious time for my family. You know, and it's like I would... I'm so delighted to be able to just be a part of what you're doing. I think it's extraordinary. You inspire so many people. Um, you know, Mark, the fact that you help make this all possible is really, really a wonderful, beautiful thing. And I'm, I'm just buzzed to be a part of it. So thanks. It's my, it's my pleasure. Like it's an honor for me. So thanks. Well, this can only go down from here. So I'm going to stop the podcast <laughs> right now on that mountaintop <laughs> and say, remember, oh. before starting any diet or exercise program, it's recommended you consult your healthcare provider. <laughs>